how's it going everyone i was just looking before as well um i was just looking before on on uh had a, had a notification came up on youtube and it said it was the birthday of the ascend podcast so uh i think it's been about i don't mean about six or seven years now i think it's been going for now which is mad and the evolution has, has been obviously evident to say i think hopefully anyway i think god will judge that one but uh, there's definitely i've definitely feel like i've definitely fell into a lot of stuff through the progression of the podcast and uh it's been a nice interesting journey uh for such quite a quite a long time and and uh still trying to keep pushing forward and, and searching for the truth as best as i can in terms of uh <laughs> what blocks i've got in terms of things that i can't see emotionally as i know as i know now anyway but uh it's a wild journey for sure and uh today in this one today i wanted to talk about a book that i've been reading and there's so much introspection from it i mentioned it a while ago that i wanted to dive into the topic of this book uh, called nosalar which is a book about the spirit world um i haven't read it all yet i'm actually only halfway through the uh, book and <laughs> i'm only halfway through the book so bear that in mind but i wanted to dive into it because i feel like it's so good value that i don't want to forget parts of the book and i think there's so much lessons to draw upon that uh will make some really interesting conversation and to dive into some really uh real deep stuff so that's the reason why i want to talk about it i'm a little bit dirty <laughs> today <laughs> i've uh haven't had time to have a, have a wash today i've been uh, working on the land so i've got a quite a bit dirt and dust on my t-shirt and stuff um so um, at the minute we're back working on the land as well so there's a lot going on from all different levels physically and emotionally um i find that when you live off grid you know like a lot of emotions come up and, and uh, me and laura's definitely feeling a lot of them things that are coming up and, and, and diving into them things so it always brings a lot uh to the brings a lot to the table and things that you have to feel into and i'm also sure that in a next week i think me and laura if um if she's still feeling it we're going to be doing a podcast as well so we're going to be diving into some deep stuff but anyway in this one today i wanted to really dive into some deep stuff and uh just before i start kind of uh diving into the book and what i've been uncovering about the book and what lessons i can draw upon from that um you know i've been really kind of like trying to be humble to the real soul work lately and trying to kind of navigate that plane of things because i think in the past with my journey i was kind of like i was intellectualizing a lot of the truths and um especially kind of you know i don't think there's nothing wrong to that but i think initially at the start of my progression of my journey i was kind of intellectualizing a lot of stuff and i was kind of looking into the the topics of consciousness and um simulation theory artificial intelligence psychedelics whatever it may be and it's i think it's only like only probably over the last year i've really started to to dive into the emotional stuff and understand how the emotional stuff gives you access to all that and, and far more as well and um over the last few months i've really been trying to i've been noticing how many different emotional injuries that i do have you know that are causing us to speak about something in a certain way or turn up in a certain way or interact with someone in a certain way and um and i've really been trying to kind of notice where a certain emotional injury inside of myself is kind of directing me in a certain way and i think there's many occasions where where that i've noticed where you can kind of you know we face these triggers on a daily basis you know we we see there's a pattern of them where they're kind of turning up for us every single day and um 
and that's why I think sometimes when we do find it face a truth, um, especially on a soul level, when it really hits, you know, it actually shakes your soul to some degree. And uh, and I think that's why it kind of it really can like it can really cut deep, you know, and it can really trigger you. It can cause you to kind of shut off and and and, and not face that thing because obviously it hurts you. Like it actually hurts you on a soul level, you know. And um and trying to kind of create a relationship with that when I kind of see I find new truths, you know, I want to kind of like trying to feel it on a soul level you know what is it doing or is he like when i when i'm like when an emotion comes up when i'm when i'm angry or i'm sad or i'm feeling fear you know like really get to the place where it's coming from and really try to try to feel it and um and also what i've been noticing lately as well is, is that when i've been working on certain emotions i've been kind of developing a relationship to to certain parts in the body that it's kind of uh, it's correlating with so every time we are working on an emotion inside of ourselves you know it's correlating to a certain organ or a certain emotion and obviously it's our soul's way of kind of communicating with us and trying to tell us you know what's going on there and i think that's why kind of like a lot of you know i've spoke about this many times but in especially with western medicine and things like that, this is why we kind of like we operate in the way that we do because we don't understand that there's an inner relationship between our soul and how our body is affected through that and um and at the moment actually what i've been noticing is um i've been noticing how say for example one of the emotions i've been working on is um has been anger a lot so there's a lot of anger that i'm working on and i'm slowly trying to like hopefully i am you know i'm trying to be more humble than it, but i'm trying to notice when that anger is kind of like um whereabouts in the body that anger is correlating to and i've noticed that i've had a lately i've had like a lot of um, physical pain in the in the far side of my back and it was interesting, like the other day, um, I've, I've, I've noticed it was got to a point emotionally where I was ignoring the emotion and I wasn't even working on it and I was just bypassing it. And it was coming up again, it was coming up again, the law of attraction was turning up in a way for me to face this emotion. And I don't know if I've fully faced it yet completely because I can still feel even in my soul now there's an awareness that there's more anger to be fell into. But um, I had an experience going back to my childhood that I fell into, which obviously caused anger with inside of myself. And as I felt into it, you know, like I had a, an emotional experience where I was releasing and crying. And as I did that, you know, the, over the few days after, the, the pain in the, in the in the in my body started to relieve itself. And I know there's more to get, obviously. There's more to get with many things too, but I'm just pinpointing that as, a, as an emotional response that I've been starting to feel. And, um, and I think... Uh, I definitely have found within inside of myself like a lot of the things that I need to work on is to do with anger and how kind of like how um, the emotional injuries that have caused me 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 of me to be angry now, um, which are more to do with kind of sadness and grief that I need to get to. So I know there's a lot of grief grief to get to because a lot of the times when we are angry underneath that, to my understanding, there's a lot of grief under that. So a lot of times when we when we have a, a deep emotion inside of ourselves, it's actually to do with it's the thing that we're feeling is actually there's something that we need to, a state that we need to drop into underneath that and that's what i've been finding anyway so when i'm angry i know there's a there's a deep grief that i need to feel into um but I, i've been definitely been noticing how there's there's so much to, to get to you know like there's and i've been noticing as well how emotionally how these things are circling around so at the moment there's like three key emotions in my soul that i feel and i'm working on and uh, every time I keep chipping away at them, you know, they, they keep circling back around for us to, to come to. And I'm sure you can probably all relate in your life, you know, if you start noticing and recognising, you know, like what are three key emotions now that you're feeling into and what are circling back again and again because we are experiencing them again and again, you know. They're turning up with our partners, they're turning up with our interactions. And as we kind of feel them, you know, we we um, we we actually get access to 
to to to deeper stuff inside of ourselves you know and i think that's the key to this work you know like not it's not about this you know but just to kind of like bring the excitement to it as well as that because it's not all doom and gloom like the emotions are the root to the secrets of the universe you know because when you start kind of like as you get more as you start working on emotions you know you 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 unblock energy blocks inside yourself and you and release things in through um through your body and it and it, it gets makes you more sensitive to things that you can't feel and that's how you find the feel feel what this place is really about you know as you unblock the emotions you get more sensitive to that and you feel yourself completely different way through the through the world you know um so anyway i wanted to dive into this uh, book today that i've been that i've been reading like i said before um i definitely recommend checking it out it's called um the book is called Law, and it's basically called life in the spirit world and for me this is a really interesting topic because it's the one of the biggest questions you know like what happens you know when we leave this physical form where do we go you know and it's one that i've been trying to to, to decipher for such a long time you know i've been looking into the to, like i said before i've been looking at all these different topics researching from all these different perspectives um but it's only been over the last few weeks well not weeks but last few probably last year where i really started to come into the emotional stuff and understand how the emotional stuff unlocks unlocks this understanding of what happens when we leave this place and feeling that relationship with my own body and how um, as i work on emotions like i said before i get access to this information you know and um it's got obviously i'm trying to be humble because i know that like i said again there's loads that i can't feel and see but anyway this book is um the book is called nosala like i said and it's the it means astral city and uh, basically the book is about a guy who uh, passes over into the spirit realm and he enters a spirit colony called the umbrella and the umbrella is spelled spelled u-m-b-r-e-l and it's basically an encounter and a spirit encounter of a guy who um, about his experiences of when he first crosses over when he leaves the physical form and um in the general consensus that to my understanding is that these spheres that there is basically spheres when we leave this place that are developed in different ways based on the con on our condition of love so basically you know as we when we leave this place you know we transition over to the spirit realm based on our condition of love and there's many different spheres that are all kind of correlating to our condition of love and obviously as our soul meets that condition of love we get access to them spheres and if we don't obviously work on an emotion which is the root of this we don't get access to them places and this is what happened to this guy and um and there's obviously in the in the narrative of this as well in the book there's a clear consensus that more advanced beings and i know obviously divine truth talks about this a lot a lot as well mary and jesus but there's a there's a consensus that you know advanced beings can come down to lower spheres but you can't go up to higher spheres you know if 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 you're not in that condition of if you're not meeting that condition of love so it's all about meeting that condition of love which to me to be honest is like it's it's a probably a fair analysis you know of like of life you know like if you work on your emotional condition and you work on your emotional injuries and you're not blocked and you have a, a, a um you have a um, a better condition of love then it's like you know like whether i emotionally can embody this or it's just intellectual but from an intellectual perspective i can definitely make sense that you know if you if you are um, matching that condition of love then you have access to that place or you have access to that sphere and if you're not you know you're acting from sin you have no morality then of course you're not going to get access to that place you know i think the physical world's a lot different because in the physical realm now where we're born into 
is um you know and i was learning this from divine truth the other day and he was talking about how the reason why this place has been invented this the, the physical plane is because it's a place to start from scratch you know like it's a place that has a great importance where we come into and um you know it's a um it's a place where we kind of get this opportunity to to, to um to work on ourselves and through that process and then we get to the decide before things change in the spirit realm where we get to where, where our soul condition is is, is gra- gravitates towards it's a bit like the dream realm you know which is quite scary at times where like you know we'll have a dream for example and if you're operating from a, a lust lustful aspect and i've felt this a few times where in the dream you know you're you're emotionally just dragged there you know and that's the same thing with with the soul you know the soul's kind of dragging drag when you cross over it, it it takes you then you know whether you like it or not and um and it's quite and it's quite interesting you know like people speak about how when the dream at night you know the dream about darkness and obviously the hellish more hellish spheres are obviously the more darker you know and the more obviously are more kind of the more heavenly if that if that's the right way to use are the more advanced spheres the more, the spheres that are are more based on love or have higher condition of love sorry other other spheres that are more colorful and the more light you know so it definitely makes sense to me that there is a there's an entire there's an entire spectrum you know where our soul gravitates to when we leave this place you know and um it's just the same now in our physical form now you know when we're living our lives now you know you get to feel like where your soul conditions at you know the more you get sensitive to it, you can feel like how how light you are how light your soul is you know and obviously i know we're still a lot of us are still blind to that you know i'm still blind in many aspects too but the more you kind of open yourself up in that way you get to see where you're at you know and um and obviously more sensitive you get you can also feel where people are at too as well you know emotionally and where they're at with this you know um, but it's not about judging people you know it's just about kind of staying humble and recognizing that we've all got stuff to work on um so anyway this book basically um is like i said before it's all about his kind of this guy's experiences when he first crosses over in the spirit realm called the umbrella which is really interesting to me and um and it's interesting because obviously this book is really kind of highlighting the fact that our emotional injuries kind of dictate everything you know like they dictate like you know where we deserve to go when we leave this place and if you obviously if we are operating more from a condition of love um then obviously we are going to go to a place that matches that you know and it's interesting in this book because when you when i was reading this book you know like um you know everything everything in this book uh was kind of like it was it seemed to me like it was kind of like there was there was a lot of like real love and tendencies you know like so basically in these places like in the spirit colony in, in these places of the spirit spirit colony colony because that's what it is it's a spirit colony you know like these places have cities within them you know there's like there's beings that's that that's came to the spirit came to the earth realm and they've passed over they've left left human form and they're now they're kind of they're in these cities based on their on their on their condition of love and there's beings that's been in these cities for thousands of years and this book kind of like uh, talks about how how um how all these different spheres um are kind of like are are set up on that you know so it's interesting because in the in the in the start of this book it talks about how when the guy first crosses over which i thought was really interesting he um the guy goes kind of he realizes how like a spirit basically he meets a spirit when he first turns up in this in the in the umbral in the umbral when he crosses over and the spirit says oh you've suicided but the guy has no regulation of how he suicided you know he didn't like take his own life or anything in this in the in the practical sense of it but later on in the book it kind of like demonstrates how the guy actually suicided because he didn't he didn't he avoided certain emotions with inside himself and i remember an interesting passage within the book where the, he's actually kind of in a doctor's room to a sense if that makes sense and uh he's been kind of 
studied and analyzed by kind of a, a soul that's more advanced than him and he's the, and the doctor's trying to kind of show to him not from a physical sense but from a spiritual sense how he has cracks in, in certain aspects of his body and I feel like this is obviously you know like in my, through my own experiences I'm working on emotions just like I described before about how you know you can feel the correlation between the physical body and the spirit body and also the soul and how that's how the soul's interacting with them two bodies you know and where we have blocks and how that affects us you know causes illness and things like that but the spirit body to my understanding that when we cross over you know the spirit body also replicates that too you know so if we have an emotional wound around something you know your body's going to highlight that and show that you know in spirit form and this is what they're trying to explain to him how this guy suicide you know he didn't work on these certain there were certain emotions inside of his soul that caused him his body to to to, to, to suicide you know to die because like divine truth talks about this how like you know the human body in the in the in the natural man or the natural woman is meant to live for much longer, you know. But it's through our emotional wounds that cause us to, to our body to deteriorate in certain ways, you know, and cause and cause physical sickness within the body, you know. Because it's my understanding that all all disease is is from the soul, you know, and um, and it's hard to it's hard to come to that understanding, you know, because obviously we like to kind of like we like to kind of get we like to avoid that you know um we always want to try to avoid that deeper understanding that we're, we're the root of it you know like we're the root of our problems and we always want to kind of externalize it and see you know it's the foods that we're eating it's bloody bloody blah, blah, blah but really it's it's deeper than that you know it's on a soul level that's causing all this stuff and um so basically in this book like i said before the guy went into a lower sphere and it wasn't very nice you know and he got and he got to this point where and just before I go there, just to touch on this again, what's interesting when I was reading this book, you know, the the book seemed like the spirit colony seemed very advanced, you know, like when you first initially read it, it's like it's the way that it's describing the sphere, it's very, it seems very loving, it seems much more of a better condition than Earth than we're living now, but you still notice in the book, well, I did to what I can feel and what I can see, I recognised how there were still so many unloving things that were acting out in this in this sphere, which is really interesting. So there were so many in this spirit colony where this guy crossed over to. There was still so many unloving things that were playing out. So e even though that it was, comp you could feel and sit and read and, and intellectually understand how this world that this guy, when he'd crossed over, he'd went to, was much more loving than the Earth realm. It was still had so many unloving tendencies that I could notice. And obviously, as I develop myself, I'm going to probably notice that there's even more. So, so it makes me interesting to me that you know, if that is the case, like what is the condition of love that the Earth realm's at now? You know, because it seems it obviously it's very bad. You know, like. I mean, it doesn't take a, a genius to understand that the condition of love that the planet's at now is not very good, and uh, and how what's going on in the world matches that, you know. Um, but it, I thought that was a really interesting observation to me, you know. But as the guy went in this lower sphere, you know, it got to a point in the book where the guy prayed so hard because he couldn't stand this this place that he was in. He was he hated so much. In this one day in the book, he he describes how the spirit prayed so hard that he he realized that everything. Um, in the universe kind of um, belonged to a sublime father he called it and, and he said that even his tears were different you know so once he kind of emotionally really tapped into this and he didn't want to be there anymore and he surrendered and he really kind of had this big emotional experience and he realized how he didn't want to be there anymore um, he had this real deep emotional experience that caused him to transition to somewhere else after being in this place for nine years and um, and I think with a lot of this stuff, you know, I think that's how that's how we kind of transition through the spheres. You know, you've got to have like a, a real kind of certain receptivity 
and in, in order to kind of understand what's truly going on in this place you know like as you start working on emotions and you start developing your receptivity you start realizing how everything's turning up for you, you know and how how um how the emotions that you're working on are dictating your reality and that's the true that's the true secret of the of the of this universe it's not a secret you know it's just we've become we've forgot you know we've become numb to it you know and it's obviously as we work on our emotions like i said before you unblock these things and you get access to this information and realize what's the true relationship with this place that we're in you know and what's truly going on and what was interesting about this book which i really found interesting is that there was kind of many um assignments um or jobs that when the guy crossed over when he entered this kind of spirit colony where he was given tasks and he was given kind of jobs which were interesting to me which basically were were given by higher spirits who had a better under condition of love than him and they were assigned to him to kind of so he could confront certain emotions or confront confront a response to a certain desire or something that he was feeling with uh, an unloving tendency that he was feeling with inside of himself which I thought was really interesting to me, you know, like it's interesting to kind of observe that in terms of the physical, how there's a natural kind of like a la there's a, there's a natural type of law of attraction that's turning up for us now where, where God is turn bringing things in our lives for us to face, you know, like it's, you know, you can all recognize how like the same people who have the same emotional addictions to that like you having the same emotional addictions with you that the, the same scenarios that are playing out you know like the same partners the same girlfriends that are playing up the same people the same work colleagues you know are emotion are, are, are emotions that are from our parents you know that we haven't felt in and we haven't healed you know or other experiences that we've had but mostly our parents and obviously we haven't felt into them so they're turning up for us to face and see you know and it's clear to see that the more accepted that you get to it you know is that that's what's happening you know and um and recognizing that on a daily basis, you know, can, can be really confronting, you know. And this is obviously what this guy did, you know. He started realizing how the higher beings were kind of giving him jobs and experiences so that he could confront these emotions and he could work on them, release them, you know. And um, there was also like a, a conversation with his mother in the book as well, where um, who was in a who basically his mom was in a in a higher sphere. And um, and she was talking about how, when I wrote this down, she said, how, how long have we been apart, but don't think I've forgotten you. Then as the guy was with his mother, he started to feel um, his earthly, moods, uh, earthly wounds again. So basically his wounds were getting triggered by meeting his mother again for the first time. And it was also interesting because her earthly wounds were also getting triggered too as well. And it actually, what was interesting, when the mother from the highest sphere actually met the guy again, uh, met her son... She also said like um, that she didn't want to speak anymore to the son because she didn't want to kind of be dragged back into her earthly emotions, which I thought was interesting. But I think she, she actually should have, you know, because that was her natural law of attraction in that moment, meeting the son to also feel into hers. Just because she was more advanced than him doesn't mean that when she was meeting the son, there wasn't things to be felt into, you know. Just like when we meet our parents and stuff like that, you know, every time that we meet our parents or meet people around us, you know, you might think that you're more advanced than someone, but there's still nuggets in there to be to be felt into you know you might be operating a better condition of love than someone but there's still something that's happening in that law of attraction with someone that you're meeting for you to feel into and this is what was happening you know within this interaction and um it was interesting because the mother was talking about how it when she first crossed over to the son and she was describing her journey and she was talking about how it's really difficult to rid ourselves of the residue that was brought to them from earth on their souls and how heavy the imperfection is and it's interesting because, you know, like, you know, when we're going through life and obviously we're experiencing all this different imperfection, which, you know, we're born into the world, you know, we get our, um, 
as we're born through the through the spirit uh, in, born in, from the spirit as we're born into the physical world through our mother's womb you know we get imprinted with our parents emotions and obviously and then obviously everything that we encounter throughout all our lives you know causes an imperfection in our soul you know and obviously that wasn't what god probably intended for this place you know like to my understanding he obviously intended us to come into this place in a, in a good in a good condition you know and then transition from there even more but obviously we come into this realm with a lot of imperfections because obviously that's being passed down by our parents obviously they've had that passed down by their parents and on and on and on and on and obviously as we start working on ourselves we obviously can start facing them imperfections you know and um and uh, another note that I had wrote down as well. Um, uh, what I wrote? Oh, yes, uh, I was saying about how um, she's, the mother was talking about how she was said to the guy that when she was his mother on earth, she didn't always provide the best guidance for him. And she was talking about how she's also trying to read just her heart as well. And I think that's really interesting, you know, because like, It's really interesting because I think on a soul level, you know, like a lot of kind of experiences that we have with like certain people or even like ways that we've operated or we our parents have operated, you know, um, a lot of kind of like the ways of operating, you know, are kind of very are forgivable, you know, like on the physical plane, you know. Um, but to God, you know, they're not forgivable. We'll have to work into them, you know. Like she said, like the mom said to the guy, like how in the physical plane, these things are forgivable, but like, the but all things must um in the end kind of be attended to god you know like we all have to kind of like um be accountable to god you know and i think that's one of the biggest things that i've learned about all this stuff you know because like you start kind of realizing that like you know in 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 reality you know like it's it, we can it's it's if if we don't have like this high, higher because i think this is one of the biggest spells that's that has kind of manifested on the physical plane is that you know we've kind of lost touch that there is whether you can whether you can like i don't even know if like emotionally fully i can i can attain like there's that there's a god you know yet i mean intellectually i can understand it which things i'm feeling and i'm hopefully i can start understanding it and feeling it and i hope i have but i can still see there's blocks but you know if you haven't got any kind of circumference in your life that there's someone watching you or someone's kind of are you going to be held accountable to something then you are just going to be act from sin, you know, you are going to think you can do what you want, you know, you're not going to like watch everything, you're not going to start kind of developing a desire to work on every single aspect of your life, you know, it's easy to just think that it's all love and light and avoid these things because like um, for such a long time I was in that mindset where I was such in the mindset where I was kind of like, <clears throat> I was thinking that like I was like, you know, like advanced or I was thinking that I didn't have nothing to work on, but that was because I was in denial of these things, you know, I was in denial of so many different aspects of inside myself. But as you become more humble at these things and start realizing how, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not always about these kind of these big emotional experiences where like people are harming people and hurting people, but it's, it's the more intricacies, intric 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 more intricacies in every single aspect of our life, you know, how you speak to someone, how you treat to someone, how you hold yourself energetically, things that you're not even speaking, but how you're feeling, you know, how your soul's radiating. And I find that um, what's definitely been interesting to me on my journey is that, um, and this has been very, very challenging because I think what's happening is with all these things, you know, like when we are kind of experiencing these uh, things, like these emotions ourselves, 
we're kind of like tapping back into that pure childlike state, you know, like back into that pure childlike emotional state. And I think when we start doing that, you know, you start stripping away like the bandit, the ba- the, the 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 bandit posse, you know, like the the, the you're ripping off the plasters, you know, and um, you start getting to feel more from that place. And you become more emotionally sensitive to everything, you know, and it can be very challenging. And I felt myself kind of even shutting that off, you know, because if you can, if you start getting to a stage where you can feel how, you know, your heaviness and the things that you're projecting are causing harm on people, on other people. And also you start realizing how the things that people are doing to you are harming you. You know, you're not going to allow, you're not going to start, you're not going to continue to do that anymore to other people if you can really feel that. But you're also not going to, allow people to do that to yourself too as well and that's one of the things i've really been starting to understand how like even from a loving perspective like love isn't always kind of like love and light you know because obviously in the spiritual community you know they want it to be all love and light but for example you know like love like the more loving we get it isn't always about that you know you put boundaries in place you kind of and that's and i think that's that's one of the interesting things and it gets to a point like what i've been finding as well as like um i had an experience with this when um because I find like, and it's not to take anything away from from anyone else. Because you can kind of like, I just think what as you, when you meet people who kind of are, are doing the emotional work and they're really doing the emotional work, and you meet them in person, especially in person, you know, you think that you're just you're just operating when you speak to them from in a certain way. And I think this is what um when I met when we when me and Laura met up with Tim Sheaf and he was trying explaining his experience with meeting Jesus and Mary and when he went uh, to to have to spend a, a month with them and he was speaking about how because they were operating at a much higher condition of love they wouldn't let him operate in certain ways you know they would call him out they would put blocks in place they would call him on certain things and they weren't even doing it like they were doing it in the most loving way you know it's not not in a way to kind of make someone feel bad it's just the most loving thing to do is to kind of stop people from being unloving you know. And um, and I've had a many more. As more I get more receptive to this, I have experiences with people where you kind of like interacting in a certain way with someone, and you can feel how you're being unloving or how they're being unloving to you, and um, and you have an opportunity to like to how how to feel that in a certain way. So, for example, if someone is like, I've had an experience where I've been talking to someone, and I felt like I was just in the flow and just kind of speaking, but I was acting in an unloving way. You know, I was speaking over them, um, or I wasn't taking their emotions into consideration. I wasn't really listening to what they say. I was speaking before i should be speaking and this goes the whole emotional spectrum goes so far and that goes to you too as well because it's a rec it's recognizing it's getting to a point where you where and it can be it's very draining you know like this stuff's very draining it's very rewarding but it's also very draining on a soul level because it gets to a point where we have to recognize our tendencies from all different perspectives and the more advanced we get the more sensitive we get to this we reckon we start you start seeing the deeper perspectives and different patterns in these things and how you're operating in a certain way and how this experience that you had shaped that behavior or or this behavior and your parents shaped that way of operating and this spectrum gets so deep that and this is why to take it back to the book again and like i say i definitely feel like i need to do another whole book another whole podcast on this because there's so much to dive into but and i'm only i've only read half of this book so far and this is what it's activating and triggering i'm going off on a bit of tangent here but in terms of the emotional spectrum, the more sensitive that you get to these things, you can start to understand how, you know, there is a spectrum when we leave this place, you know, like in terms of like the spirit world and how that match, how this, how the, the, like the, the, the place that we go to matches that emotionally, because I feel like there's a, in, inside of our own souls is an entire spectrum. You know, we, we're operating in a condition of love based on that emotional injury. 
and there's an entire spectrum of God's laws that are based on 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 that. And as we cross over, there's an entire spectrum all the way based from from the hellish realms all the way to the more loving realms. You know, if you want to, whatever you want to call it, you know, whether you want you want to call it the Garden of Eden, hell, whatever you want, whatever word you want to put on it. But there's a, there's an entire spectrum, just like is replicated in in nature and, ty- and replicated in the ultra ultra light spectrum, the ultraviolet spectrum. You know, the rainbow. There's an entire the chakras, whatever you want to call it. There's an entire spectrum based on on our loving conditions. And it's not just kind of like, you know, there's like there's there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know, there's there's emotional conditions uh based on every single emotion, you know. Like this colon this spirit world's based on every single emotion. And to me that's very interesting, you know. Someone said in the comments as well, just on some of them, uh hope you're doing well. Laura's doing well, we are doing well. Uh Dan said, is that book you brought when you were with us, they had some really interesting things there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they did. And um, I thought it was interesting, you know, because like when it comes to like, um, when it comes to kind of like, you know, trying to, because I think, you know, like we'll have this kind of like this this perspective that like, you know, some people like believe that, that when you leave this place that there's nothingness, you know, and it, you you just like, you, that's it. It's just the end, end of it, you know, like that's the end of your life. But obviously, for for me, for example, like, in my, and I know many people out there as well have had this feeling. But we always, I've had this feeling from the sense that there's always something more, you know. And I find that the more that you connect to it, the more that you understand that there is something where we go and we leave this place, you know. And um, and obviously, it makes more sense to me now through the through the teachings I have been learning from more from divine truth, um, and also doing you know, following what he says and then working on the emotions that it makes more sense to me that, that this is what happens, you know, like when we leave, we transition over to where that meets at. And it's interesting because the picture behind us, I think, um, I've just been, I've just put that up the other day. It's a picture that we've had for a while, but we didn't, I didn't get around to putting it up, but it's basically the picture that's behind us is a picture of, of Jesus basically. And, um, and I think a lot of kind of understandings of the story of Jesus have been really like there's a lot of misconceptions and there's a lot of kind of like uh, false narratives and false truths in the story of Jesus Christ. But the story of Jesus Christ is really interesting because that picture behind me is is a picture of Jesus Christ and he has all the kind of chakras coming from his heart. And um, <clears throat> what I like about that picture, and obviously all artwork does this to to some degree too as well, it kind of opens you up in different ways and people see artwork in different ways but that picture for me really represents kind of like you know jesus it, it represents the true path of jesus the true kind of of what 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 the mess true message of jesus are really about you know what this what the what the soul of jesus when he in the past when he came to earth what he what his mission was truly about you know and what his mission is about now when he's back you know divine truth jesus when he's back is is about it's the message of the heart you know like the the story of true jesus story of jesus christ is the message of the heart and, and showing us how we can all attain that you know we can all t- attain that level of understanding we can all perform these miracles if you want to use that word even though it's not about that but first you have to kind of you have to attain your own heart you know you have to work on your own self because i've said this a few times but with the story of jesus christ you know like people just think that like they like to try to to make jesus christ a god you know they may try to make jesus a god so then it kind of like 
takes it, it removes the responsibility of your own self but that's not the true story of jesus you know like the true story of jesus is, is, a, is a much more powerful one and it's actually shown that he's just a man you know he's just a man that worked on himself and, and attained a certain level of consciousness with god and became one with god and and that path to us is is there for us to get to as well you know as we start working on ourselves um but obviously he was a guy who he was a guy who um worked on on his emotion on his emotions and got access to this stuff because you know like no one ever said no one ever wants to understand no one ever wants to understand the steps in between to why jesus did that and that's why i believe that divine truth like with jesus and mary and them um, they talk about how you know the the, the 12 the 12 what is it called Lord of the 12 the 14 sorry the 14 yeah the 14 souls who've, who've come back now to the planet to teach these teachings of love you know and it's interesting to think about like you know like because they obviously jesus and mary on divine truth you know they're still working on their level of condition of soul now but it's interesting to think about what happens when they start developing their condition of love you know and like what what effects that has on us you know because if one person on this planet and jesus talks about this if one person on this planet attains that level of soul and it, it becomes one with god you know we start to feel it and that's really interesting i mean me and laura actually want to um we want to do a podcast about that in the future and talk about like what like our feelings about what that could happen you know if like if jesus again becomes jesus again you know because currently he's aj you know so what happens when he becomes jesus you know how and what if mary also hopefully mary obviously does the same thing too but what happens when, when if one someone else you know on the planet now becomes one with god and what implications that has on the planet because i definitely feel emotionally if we're receptive to it we're going to feel it you know um but this this stuff you know like i'm trying to like stay humble with it because it's like i know like a lot of these truths as i'm starting to come into it, i know that i just i can kind of intellectually understand it you know but i know that these these lessons have got to be really seeded on from an emotional level you know and it's kind of like clearing all these different aspects out with inside myself and seeing where see, see things that i can't see you know and be and be humble to that um susan said have you read the trap by david Icke? i haven't i haven't read it but i definitely don't resonate with that anymore and i don't resonate with what david Icke speaks about um i definitely feel like at one time in life david Icke um i definitely spoke to 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 something with inside of myself but i feel like a lot of david Icke's teachings really don't really cut to really cut to the core of stuff anymore um um don't, don't get us wrong obviously he has got a lot of there's a lot of truths in, in david Icke's work work teachings that well not his teachings but his work that what he speaks about that is does is rooted in a lot of truth you know and he, and he serves a purpose especially through a lot of the covid stuff he speaks serves a purpose in kind of highlighting a lot of these different aspects but to be honest with you with david Icke, i feel like he doesn't really cut deep enough on the soul level you know there's there's not any teachers who are really doing that for me anymore now to be honest you know like and um and that's why i keep banging on about divine truth in jesus because he's the real deal you know like you get and the more you're sensitive you get or you can start to feel it you know whether i can truly feel that like he's jesus or not you know is another thing but i would like to think that i, I can um but i've seen him do talks where he says emotionally because he can feel you you know emotionally and we can't feel people emotionally as you get more advanced where he can he says that he's he's had talks before and he's had people in the crowd and he said like you know none of you know that i'm jesus because i can feel you you know and um and i believe him you know so there's a difference between intellectual knowing something between feeling stuff but i feel like a lot of the teachings in like in in a lot of the mainstream teachings you know i'm starting to understand how there's a lot of influence in these things you know we all have wounds like you know like 
things that we're working on and some of the spiritual teachers that i've come across have some of the biggest wounds you know like and and that goes for me too as well you know and you know like sometimes when we're turning up in certain ways to do a certain talk or something you know it's coming from an emotional injury you know because you want to be loved you know you want to have interaction with people in certain ways and things like that and um you've got to be humble and try to question that you know that was that one of the biggest things i was feeling when i stopped the podcast for a few months just a few months back you know i was working on an emotion where i was feeling like why am i turning up for am i turning up really from a place of love to help or am i turning up from a place to kind of to meet an addiction in me you know to be met by the people who are interacting to feel loved to feel special and a lot of spiritual teachers are doing that you know they're all full of shit and all of them are full of shit you know to say it frank and um and that goes for me things that i talked about in the past you know but i'm hopefully that i'm getting back to where i truly should be what things i should be speaking about but you've got to be humble to it you know you really have you really have to be but um, a lot of these kind of spiritual teachings, teachers, what I have been found, I've been switching off to them, you know, because they're like a lot of these spiritual teachings by over the 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 the, the reason why they feel so good for, and um and some of the the, the more teachings say from divine truth don't feel good is because divine truth teachings aren't meeting an addiction in you, you know, where a lot of other teachers, um are kind of meeting addictions in people you know they're really they're really they do really well it's it psychologically meeting addictions within you know they make you feel good because of the matching an addiction with inside yourself you know um and, and like in the soul work like that's why like for example divine truth he's got hardly any people there's, there's only he's only got like he's got less su- subscribers than i've got on my channel his channel you know like because his stuff really cuts deep you know like and when it cuts deep it triggers people and you and you attract from it you know it's just like when we learn a new truth in life now like for example when i learned something new or say for example me and laura are, 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 are working on an emotion or something and laura confronts me on something or i confront her you know you want to subtract you want to get angry you want to reject it you know and that's the same thing like a lot of these spiritual teachers out there so-called spiritual teachers are, are meeting the a uh, lot of addictions in people you know but they're also the spirit influence in that too as well, you know, because you can go to see these teachers and you can feel certain emotions and feel happy and, and things like that. But there's spirits behind them that are actually channeling through that person to make you feel good because underneath that, there's addictions that them spirits are trying to be matched and met through, you know, as well, through the spirit influence. Um, uh, so the book that I was talking about before was, um, Nossa, it's called Nossa Law, Life in the Spirit World. And it's really interesting. And this guy's, it's basically like a, a genre of books where it's all about channelings, which is really interesting. Channel, channelings from spirits in other, in, other, in, in other worlds who have transitioned over and they've left this place. Melissa said, yeah, I feel the same about David Icke. But yeah, yeah, definitely because, you know, it gets to, like I said before, I mean, I don't think I can do a better understanding of explaining it. And it's not saying that anyone's bad, everyone's on their own journey. But I'm just saying, like, I just don't, you don't, it gets to a point in your journey where I don't resonate with that anymore now, you know? And you can see how a lot of these teachings are operating from a place of fear, you know. They really, they really are, and um, and they don't have that deeper substance to them. But, but like that's how I say about that anyway. Um, Melissa also said, "Do you still talk with Anthony Peak? I know years and years ago you used to have him on the podcast often before went solo for a bit before you and uh, Laura found each other. Uh, I'm such a fan of Peak. Yeah." Um, you know it's interesting like obviously i really loved like some of the best conversations i did with anthony peak and i know he kind of like anthony peak really dives into kind of like you know some of these really big truths you know like of consciousness and things like that and like i've read a lot of his books and um 
<clears throat> and um, I'm, I'm, I guess, yeah, I haven't really looked into much stuff of Anthony Peake for for quite some time. I've still kind of like every now and again, like I see 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 things come up in his feed and things like that, and see what things he's talking about. But just thinking back to some of the things that he was talking about, and this is just judging off kind of what I what he used to talk about. I probably just wouldn't resonate with a lot of it anymore. You know, you know. I think um, in the past, I find that a lot of Anthony Peake's truths were like especially with what I've been understanding I think he's he's speaking to this from a more intellectual perspective you know when it comes to consciousness and things like that which is definitely rooted in a lot of truth and there's so much truth to what he's speaking about but there's a layer underneath that that's much deeper that none of his books really have speak spoke to that ones that I've read and um, what he was teaching maybe he's speaking about that now I haven't looked in looked into him much but a lot of his stuff was it's more speaking to like the consciousness stuff you know like um, which is more surfaced to me in my opinion you know I think what I've dropped into now is how there's like a, there's a world informing that or informing all that you know practically underneath that that needs to be dropped into, and um, and that's why I've just I, I just believe that you know the, you want you want that knowledge of like consciousness and stuff like that and this, the deeper secrets of the universe and déjà vu and stuff like that and the simulation or whatever you want to talk about all these different topics that Tom Campbell talk about and whatever Rupert Sheldrake morphic resonance because I've steeped myself in that. There's, there's a layer underneath that which is from the soul that'll give you all that information anyway you know you don't have to kind of intellectually try and like dive into the topics of consciousness which I was doing and in, in, in course it helped me on my journey but there's a layer under that as you start feeling your emotions and working on your soul you get access to that you know because it, it, it doesn't like become it doesn't become like just a book or intellectual idea of consciousness you know or what happens when we leave this place you know consciousness kind of transforms it's this big ball of energy you know we and energy never dies you really get to understand on a soul level who you are you know and what your soul is you know and what's your interaction with this place and that's why it's the it's the real work you know it's like it's like it's kind of easy to kind of fantasize and mysticize about these topics like of consciousness and things like that but when you drop down to a soul level that's where real it, it's the hard work you know and uh and it's 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 tough it's tough you know but obviously being open to that the more you open to it the more you the more you work on the emotions you get sensitive and you realize the pattern which i hopefully i'm starting to do now i know it's probably so much i haven't worked on i know that for sure and uh god knows where my soul condition is truly at you know because I'm trying to be humble of that too because i'm recognizing so much shit that i'm how i'm operating that's not loving and um but the more i definitely feel there's a pattern and what i'm feeling is that the more i feel the pattern the more i'm working on it the more i get access to that you know and the more i see that this is the right path you know because there's a difference between sometimes between like the intellectual topics of like consciousness and whatever but like when you start doing the real soul work you feel the interaction with it and you're getting a biofeedback that when you're working on something you get access to new information you access an emotion in you from that a trauma in your eye access an emotion that you had didn't have access to because it's been blocked out through trauma and you start recognizing it um uh, who would you, melissa says who would you reson see you resonate with more now um i just divine truth you know i think divine truth is where it's at you know the, the, that whole package of divine truth is just where it's where it's at in my opinion it's the closest form it's the it's, it's where it's at in my opinion and i can't see that anymore uh, David believes the world is bad. Copy of a real earth. Yeah. Um, well, how would you put that in context? You know, like it's a good, it's a, it's a could mean anything that you know, like it can't, obviously the condition of the planet can definitely change, in my opinion, through like working on our emotions. Um, but 
there's just so much to that you know like i just think that for me like where i take it to is that of course there's physical implications of this planet and how it's in, in really how it's interrelated with our emotions but through the through the emotional spectrum as we start working on ourselves emotionally and you start developing your condition of love you know you you get to see what this place is you know and you get to see how it's interacting but it's a godly realm in my opinion you know whether i've connected to that fully or not but it is it's a godly realm and there's um there's natu- there's laws in this place you know like we have free will but there's laws um melissa also said as well um and just to mention a quick my previous comment but i'm in hospital right now i have two weeks clean and leave for impatient treatment tomorrow i hope you get well and it's interesting like when it comes to hospitals as well just to speak about that as well obviously you know when we when you are when we are in hospital obviously there's an emotional thing that's causing us to be in hospital you know and i think um sometimes these moments when people are in hospital for example just to speak to that melissa is like you know we we obviously there's always also always a causal event from like from things from from like our soul you know that we're working on so obviously like same for me like i was saying before like when i was having pains in my body is because it's i'm not facing something you know and it's the body's way of communicating with your soul and telling you that you need to feel into something you know there's something not right here and as you get more developed we'll start feeling it but i think it's interesting how i've heard like divine truth talk about many times about how like you know like he's had experiences where he's helped someone work on an emotion and as they've worked on and cleared that emotion you know they've healed themselves of it it's the same thing like um like for example a miscarriage for example you know me and laura went through a miscarriage and um many times in society you know people will have a miscarriage and they'll cry about it and they'll release the emotions and then the next time they don't have the miscarriage again because they've not all cases but they've worked on their emotion them the, the experience the physical experience the physical manifestation of the soul has forced them to feel that to feel that to feel that um thing you know um and melissa said i'm so sorry um susan said tom campbell scares me he doesn't believe in souls or anything beyond this world he yeah well that's like i say i probably wouldn't resonate i don't definitely don't believe that you know um i know i know obviously i've steeped myself in in tom campbell's books and stuff you know and like i've interviewed him three times i think now i've met him in person and um i just don't resonate with it anymore now you know like there's obviously a lot of truths in that that he speaks about but like i say like in a Melissa said that's a frightening thought what Tom Campbell said I think that's just you referring to but yeah doesn't believe in souls or anything but what what are you now you know what do you feel now like what do you feel in your body now do you believe that you're being you know because like you can see like for example you just because re- I think sometimes these things like these big sometimes these these people like sometimes these uh, the one you, you want to intellectualize these experiences and be like oh you know like consciousness and see all these big words and things like that but just always take it back to the feeling level you know take it back to the soul level you know what are you experiencing through your own soul now you know like what are you what do you feel because you wouldn't say there was no soul you wouldn't say there was no soul souls and soul you'd only say that if you can't feel souls you know but the more you get more sensitive to it you start feeling your own soul and you also start feeling other people's souls and you start feeling on a very deep level you know so you're only going to say that if you haven't done any emotional work and you haven't felt your soul you know so that's where i'm at with that one anyway but um because like i say it gets back to again like that 
you know the true or the true origin of this entire place and, and the true the true compass to what's going on here is when you work on yourself you get to feel these truths you know and you interact with them completely different you know and um, you feel people's souls so um that to me that's not that's not where i'm at now you know i know i know i've got a soul you know and i know this souls out there now you know because <laughs> you can feel you feel them the more advanced you get you know um um melissa said i've never looked into the, his work but personally i don't feel that way yeah definitely mr all said i was my boyfriend i uh, was with my boyfriend for eight years he passed away he was 33 from lung cancer right in the form of me in a hospice hospital from that experience personally i saw things and we have souls for sure yeah definitely like i say there's many different experiences that can kind of validate that you know like you can have experiences like i think when someone passes away is a big one you know like because um, I think we have these windows in our lives no matter like where we're at emotionally and whether we're actually feeling all these different things you know like whether we're kind of truly like where whether we're at emotionally you know like and I'm not saying that I'm any at anywhere because I'm saying I recognize how flawed I am but there's definitely moments in life where this place brings things to us to, f to we get glimpses into these into these aspects you know where you get a glimpse into these experiences like for example one of my experiences was with my granddad you know where you know I felt his soul leaving his body you know like, I think death's a really interesting one, you know, like, at that window where someone's about to cross over, you know, I don't know what it is, we, there's, there's things that I don't understand, you know, on a, on a deeper level, you know, from an emotional perspective, from an energy perspective, if you want to use that word, where we get windows into things, the more we develop ourselves, obviously we get more sensitive to this, but even when we're not sensitive to it, you know, God is still communicating through us and showing us lessons, you know, and, and having these, we're well, having these experiences where you get to feel these things, and I think deaths are one of them, you know, where I've felt personally when I've been around loved ones and you, you feel the transition of the soul, you know, you feel where they're at because there's a, um, there's a, um, especially with our family, you know, there's, there's deep ties energetically with our family that, that, that we can feel, you know, and as you develop that, you get to feel them more and more, you know, um, but there's many different experiences. Death's not one of them, but that's, that's where, that's where I'm at anyway. But I think I'm going to leave it there, everyone, just because the laptop's on 2%. Um, and um, I can't charge it, charge it in because I've got the microphone in and I've also got the, the the better camera going, so I can't charge it in. But it's been a really good talk, everyone. Like I say, I definitely recommend checking out that book, uh, Nossa Law, Life in the Spirit World. I think me and Laura is going to do a podcast next week. I don't want to put, want to force her, force her into doing it. <laughs> but um, it's not unloving to do that. But we have spoke about it a little bit, so hopefully, if Laura's feeling it, and if I'm feeling it, we'll do another one next week and. Um, we'll dive into some deep stuff because then um, we want to we've been talking about some deep stuff and working on some aspects with inside of ourselves and uh, we want to share them and what we've been uncovering so um, i hope you're having a good night wherever you are in the world and uh, i hope everyone's feeling good and i'm listening i hope you get well as well hope you're feeling better and um i hope everyone's doing good but um really nice to speak to everyone and um see you soon big love <laughs>
Trees will bloom.